0: Welcome to What's Happening MoCo, a podcast from your award-winning government television station, County Cable, Montgomery. And now, here's your host, Derek Kinney. Hey, and welcome to What's Happening MoCo. I'm Derek Kinney, your host, and today we talk to Ash Shetty, the Director of Procurement for Montgomery County, Maryland. How are you today?
1: Doing well, Derek. How are you?
0: I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic uh, in light of this new normal that we're all dealing with. And even before we talk about this new normal, because you have your organization has a profound role in making sure the county is able to deal with this new normal. But for people that may not understand the business processes of a county government, let's talk about what is procurement and how does the Office of Procurement help the county government? Sure. So. Generally speaking, procurement is the acquisition of
1: goods and services uh, while meeting the constraints of your stakeholders. So what that simply put means is that we buy stuff uh, and we buy what our business partners need, when they need it, and and at a price that works for the government. Uh, In the context of Montgomery County government itself, it means that my office is involved in the acquisition of everything from buses that you see the ride-on buses to the paper clips that somebody in an office might use. Uh, it all adds up to about five billion dollars of taxpayer dollars. Uh, it's broken up into 2,600 unique contracts, and my team of 37, when when fully staffed, which it frankly almost never is, um, would be would be working on almost uh, 8,000 unique uh, procurement actions every year.
0: Wow, wow. Now now how now, now, now that we're in the COVID nineteen thing and we're in quarantine, how has that affected your day-to-day business? Are you still productive? Uh how your staff still functional? How are things going now?
1: So like with all offices, we've had to adjust to COVID, right? We've had to all telework. Uh we still have to sometimes go into the office to take care of certain back-office type of work, but by and large, we're all working remotely. Um, but look, at the end of the day, the, the trash still has to get picked up. There are contracts out there that, that still have to be managed. In fact, some of our vendors right now are going through unique challenges of their own, and, and we have to be there to provide the flexibility that the government and our vendors, frankly, need us to be providing right now. So we're, we're definitely all hands on deck, albeit uh, while maintaining social distancing. and. In terms of how it's affected our, our, our operations, we've been forced to, to go bimodal. And, and even as we maintain uh, the services that need to be maintained, we are now heavily involved in securing PPE, like gloves, gowns, masks, shields, uh, as well as helping the county expand its uh, COVID-19 testing capacity. So it's it's really gotten us focused on not only our regular job, but a whole new set of activities that are extremely important and urgent for us. And the county.
0: Okay. Now what other roles have you taken on uh, in, te- in light of COVID-19? Things are different, the, the demands of the county are different, the demands of residents are different. Um, what type of things are you acquiring or procuring um, that might be different than was just several months ago? The only The
1: only real change now is that we're buying four to six hundred gallons of hand sanitizer a week when we never would have bought anything even
0: close to that in the past. Okay, wow. And, and uh, just for a think of that, uh, how many gallons of sanitizer was that again?
1: 400 to 600 gallons a okay.
0: week. So even on your website, I think your website uh, is your, McC- your Montgomery County uh, procurement website, uh, which I believe even has a statement that says that you guys are actively looking for the type of supplies that might help Uh, the county in this time, uh, the Office of Procurement is practically continuing to source the following COVID-19 items to purchase, gloves, masks, PPE, and these are some of the things that you feel that the county's looking for right now. Can you talk a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah, so these are all the items that we're going to need not only immediately as we deal with the COVID-19 crisis that is on our hands, but in the long run, as we start building up inventory so that we don't find ourselves in a position of scarcity and shortage again when this thing returns in the fall. Um, So on an ongoing basis, we've been trying to acquire uh, nitrile gloves, isolation gowns, uh, N95 masks, uh, even cloth masks. These are all the types of things that we're going to need to make sure we have not only immediately, which I think we're actually in in a better place now than we've ever been so far, uh, but, but we need to now start ramping up so that we don't find ourselves short again when this, when this pandemic, unfortunately, resurges in the fall uh, or in the winter, at the end of the year.
0: Right. And, and your, your office, even before COVID-19 happened, you put things in place that made the vendor experience a bit more transparent uh, for doing work with the county, um, even in the way that people can track the RFP process. Let's talk a little bit about that. I'll pull up the uh, page, and maybe you could talk about um, what ways um, you are able, or kind of innovative ways that you're making the process of procurement more transparent for potential vendors.
1: Yeah, um, you know, it's it's one of those those things where when I first looked at taking on this position for the county government, uh, one of the pieces of feedback that I got was that the. Procurement process is extremely opaque. It's like a black hole. There's really not a lot of information coming out of it. And so one of the the solutions that I had for that was a self-service tool that would give not only our vendors but frankly even county departments uh, more transparency as to what is happening. So for any solicitation today, if you were to go to the solicitation tracker, which believe it or not, if you type those words out, solicitation tracker, that's the number one hit on Google right now. Uh, is the Montgomery County Solicitation Tracker, which you're showing on the screen right now. And what it'll do is it'll actually show you where a solicitation is in its life cycle. And as you see on the left-hand side here, if ever we should get delayed in the process, it'll actually go red to indicate that, hey, you know what, somebody has dropped the ball or because of some unforeseen circumstance like the present pandemic, for instance, uh, there's been a delay in the process. And not only does this tell you where it is and, and, and allow you to just get that immediate satisfaction of knowing, think of it like an Amazon delivery notification, right, just knowing it's on its way to you, uh, it's left the warehouse. Uh, but if you're not happy with that, you'll see on the right-hand side, we also provide the contact information for the folks you need to reach out to if you have any follow-up questions. So we're not sort of just leaving you out there on your own, we're trying to make ourselves fully available. And then um, even within this tool, in the second step, you'll notice the bit tab link uh, any bit of information that we have, we've tried to make it available so that anybody interested in a particular solicitation can can get that information. Uh, and right there, you're seeing the the different uh, bids that were received for that particular solicitation. And again, this is updated live. you can you can search for it by either the name of the procurement or the solicitation number uh, whatever whatever works for you, but it's it's allowing you to be self-sufficient. It allows our folks to be more efficient because now people aren't calling them up and asking them, hey, where's something? They can get that answer by themselves. Uh, of course, if you have any extra questions or any follow-on questions, you can reach out to us anytime.
0: All right. All right, and there's another thing that I believe you wanted to show, and this was a central vendor registration system. And how does this system benefit vendors and, and the county?
1: So this is your, your primary portal to do business with the county government. Uh, But it's also a way to do business with Montgomery College, MCPS, the HOC, you see all the different logos over there. And the idea behind registering with us as a vendor is it simply puts you in a position where um, if you entered the commodity codes for the services or products that you are involved with, every time an opportunity arises, you would receive notification so that you're alerted that, hey, Montgomery County is looking for catering services or hey Montgomery County is looking to purchase uh, certain cleaning services. Uh, whatever whatever the um, the solicitation is, if that is what your line of work, what your business does, then this is a great way to receive a heads up uh, every time every time there is a solicitation. In fact, the big exciting solicitation that is out right now. Uh, which I know a lot of local vendors are going to be extremely extremely interested in is our i t uh consulting contracts uh, and 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 those went live yesterday that solicitation was was put out yesterday, and it is an opportunity for local businesses to participate in a solicitation that would allow them for the next two to five years to be part of a small pool of vendors that we will be working with for the counties, uh, for a large part of the county's IT professional services needs. All
0: right. Now, because this is essentially will be a podcast, we're going to take this, I'm going to edit it a bit. Let's give those URLs for that, those resources. So the Office of Procurement, I can give that. That's montgomerycountymd.gov forward slash PRO, which is great pro. Um, now, how about for the the registration process, and uh, what is the URL for that? So that is mcipcc.net, okay.
1: and again, that is what you would use and as your as a way to register with the the county as a vendor, and that is a central vendor registration system that would allow you to work not only with the county government but also with those other agencies, and that's
0: mcipcc.net. Wow. Okay. Fantastic. So so let's describe the process. If I'm a vendor and I want to do business with the county, the first step I should take would be to go to the vendor registration. Is that correct? Okay. Yeah,
1: I'd say that's the best place to start only because at that point, even if you aren't proactively searching our solicitation opportunities on the main website, you would receive alerts of when something of interest to you might be popping up on the website. So it it would prompt you to come to our website. But other than that, I I encourage folks to go to the solicitation page of our website, uh, take a look at what is currently uh, available in terms of opportunities. Uh, Use our contract search feature, which is on there. Uh, Search for what service it is that you provide so you can see when the incumbents contract is about to expire, for example. Uh, This way, you have a a sense of how soon it is before Montgomery County is going to be out looking for that particular product or service again. Uh, And then, of course, definitely don't hesitate to reach out to the office itself. Before this COVID-19 pandemic had hit us, uh, we had hosted about six monthly open houses. Uh, Each of those events received about 40 visitors each time. They would would sit down with our procurement specialists, with our special program managers. And when I say special programs, I'm talking about the minority female disabled or the local small business programs. And they just understand more about our processes and what what opportunities they had available to them. Uh, And of course, now because of of our current circumstances, we've not been able to host those live meetings anymore. Uh, But even in this new normal, I encourage you to reach out to the Office of Procurement and, and hopefully soon we'll create some virtual format of those town halls because of those, those open houses, because I think that they did add a lot of value for the folks who attended them. Right.
0: And, and we've talked about the, all the changes that have been going on, you know, the, the, the innovation of procurement, the different ways people can register, the, the tracker. We've talked about the new normal and your staff is still functioning well for the county under the new normal, but you're relatively new as well. So how, how long ago did you join the county And what was your vision coming in as director and what has your vision changed any? And if so, how has it changed? Well, it's
1: it's probably a good thing that I was new coming in to this crisis, because frankly, I didn't have a set way of doing things already or I hadn't gotten used to the old normal. So in a weird way, it allowed me to pivot a lot quicker than it might I might otherwise have been able to. Um, I always came into this position with an open mind in terms of thinking about what is possible and, and this crisis, in, in the spirit of never letting a crisis go to waste, has presented a lot of opportunities for us to to increase our use of technology, um, increase our communication with our team and with our internal customers, the different using departments, which again, during this pandemic, we've done a, a really good job of doing using technology. So. In terms of what my my vision was, and I don't think it's changed. If anything, it's now just on, on steroids. Uh it's cool. always been to create a department that is that is more transparent. And you know, we try to do that with things like the solicitation tracker. Um, a department that is more efficient, that is, uses technology where appropriate, it reduces uh paperwork where possible. Um a, a team that is a lot more collaborative, at the end of the day. Procurement is one of those those unique departments that not only understands what each of the different using departments is up to based on the type of contracts they're looking for or or contract actions they're taking, uh, but we also have our pulse on what the suppliers are going through and what their capabilities and constraints are. And so to be a department that fully utilizes that position where we understand what each department is doing, which sometimes they don't even know what's, what's happening amongst themselves, uh, but then, also understanding what the different vendors are going through really encourages or puts us in a position where we should be taking uh taking advantage of of collaboration opportunities and and I think the last the last thing that i'd always wanted for my team is is just empathy you know to to treat each other with with a certain amount of compassion and respect uh and again you know ironically this pandemic i think has has brought out the best in 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 people um as we deal with it. And so, really, my vision for the department this is what I would have told you prior to COVID 19. The only difference is now we're, we're actually finding ourselves in a position to get it done a lot quicker.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining me today and for bearing with us through the uh, COVID 19 dynamics of the new normal in the, in the virtual conversations, and also just for sharing all the things that procurement is doing and the resources that you have available. Um, is there anything you'd like to add before we wrap up this episode?
1: No, just, you know, everybody stay safe, stay healthy, uh, observe social distancing. It's working. Honestly, people reach out to me and say, how can they be helpful to me? And my answer usually is if you don't have PPE to sell me, then the best thing you can do is not get sick. Because when you get sick and, and you, you, you appear at a hospital, that just increases the consumption of the type of PPE that I'm struggling to buy. If if everybody stayed healthy and stayed well, then frankly, I wouldn't need to be buying as much PPE because this wouldn't be a problem anymore. So take care of yourselves, take care of each other, stay healthy and stay well.
0: Thank you so much. And that's not I think that's one of the better ways to end. Wishing everyone a nice, healthy, COVID and coronavirus free life. And to you watching today, thank you so much for supporting this podcast and the the live iteration. Uh Do what you can to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Uh, And as always, I ask you this question. What's happening, MoCo? Until we meet again, have a great, great day. Thanks for listening.